everybody, Kyle here, doing a little check-in for the Path to Partner podcast. Also might be putting this up on a couple other shows. Want to let everyone know the move was successful. I am now in Pennsylvania, and I am slowly, slowly getting things back in gear as we uh, ramp up for the fall. It has just been an amazing time. For those that are already listening to the Chaos and Shadow podcast, we have uh, really hit the ground running. That show is all about the paranormal, and... As soon as I landed here in PA, I shouldn't say landed, it was a four-day uh, drive in a U-Haul, but as soon as we parked and got things unloaded, the following weekend after getting the internet set up, we were part of a live presentation for this amazing paranormal convention. We got to do a live interview that night for Chaos and Shadow. That just went live here this last Monday on our own feed. So uh, it was just a really, really exciting time. And that was with Michelle Bellinger, who some folks might know from the show Paranormal State back in the day. Also on um, travel channels, portals to hell, you might see her. Just absolutely phenomenal. Her and her partner, Illyria Rose Little, joined. It was just so, so fun. Uh, beyond that, we we took our, our first stab at doing a little seance here the following weekend live on Twitch. So if you're not already following, I'm over there at twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Paranormal. Same as my Twitter handle. Uh, we just did a really fun, it, it turned into a tour of uh, all kinds of stuff, cool cult items and Ouija boards, things like that in the background of my new set piece. Uh, it was just so fun. We had a lot of people that were out sick the last weekend, so we didn't get to go full bore with what we were going to originally plan on doing. Um, that means that this upcoming weekend, we are coming back in a different way. Uh, I host my website through Wix, and we've had a feature for a while that subscribers of our $20 tier and above get exclusive streams. We were trying to figure out how we wanted to host those. Turns out that actually on Wix, they now do a thing where you can host private events. It gives you an actual live streaming capability with a live chat. Uh, that was what was missing before. So that's coming to fruition, too. We're, we're going to do that. If you're listening here to Path the Partner, I really hope you'll join us for some of that. We're continuing with Twitch. Uh, we just put up a seven days to die server. So for those that like that game, crafting survival and zombies, that's really fun. We just got that up and running. We're getting people in. The subscribers are joining into the server now. It's just been a lot. So thank you all for, for bearing with me as, as I've gotten my land legs back. Uh, it's one of those tricky things when you're doing a move that's that takes an entire week on its own right like the, the move itself in the vehicle took from like tuesday let's see we loaded up the vehicle on monday hit the road tuesday and unpacked on saturday so like literally the move itself was almost an entire week uh, let alone the original packing of the boxes and then the unpacking on the other side the unpacking is uh one step at a time <laughs> let's just say that i got the studio up and running though and i'm pretty happy with it people are just loving the set i'm in this awesome victorian home i, I grew up in this house uh, my parents stopped living here about six or so years ago and it was being rented out to folks the last tenant in here just really was not kind to it uh, it also has plumbing issues and roof leaking issues and things like that. So if you're interested in being a subscriber, all of that money is going back to repairing this house. I have some lofty goals for it. Uh, it, it someday I really want to make it into a community sort of space where um, subscribers and such for the, the network can come by and actually do some seances in person here, do some hanging out. 
Uh, we've got a really cute town up the road, just two minutes or so with a, a hotel people can stay at. Yeah. So it's it's been fun. I haven't really gotten to do too, too much on Twitch, except we we have streamed the last two days, I think. And it's been really fun. I'm loving Seven Days to Die and its in-game integration. I do have a podcast going on that, again, has not seen any updates since the move. But I started one uh, called Seven Days to Die cast. It's uh, about seven days. I should do an update because they, they've had an update since. It was a very minor one. But I need to get my butt in gear for that. So I just want to do a check-in with everyone out there. I've had some cool people come by the stream um, announcing, you know, hey, following Path the Partner. So shout out to you guys. That's amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming out of the way. I know some of the, the old shows have old links. So thank you for finding me <laughs> through that process. But uh, yeah, it's it's just really, really fun. I'm really amped. I'm really excited. I'm sorry that I'm so scatterbrained today. I hope this makes any sense. I kind of rolled out of bed and just was like, I want to record. So here I am. Uh, I will be joining my friends today on the Seven Days to Die server. If any of you happen to catch this episode live-ish, you guys are absolutely welcome to join in Twitch chat. Again, that's twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Paranormal. What I say, Saturday the uh, 14th, we're going to try our thing over on Wix. That's free to everyone to join. If you guys want to see what that's like, especially as fellow podcasters or, or um, streamers, if you want to see what that's all about, go to revelatornetwork.com. It's actually right on the homepage. You'll see a banner at the top that says something like, Join our say on Saturdays. Scroll right past that, and you should see these like RSVP buttons. You're looking for the one that says free in all caps, and it says something like system test, because again, it might fall apart on us. We don't know what that's going to be like, but it's going to be an exciting experiment. I, I'm just really amped for it, and I hope you'll join us and see what that's all about. We are going to continue doing uh, free seance Saturdays. Maybe I should talk about that as a whole, because you guys might be like, what the heck is this dude going on about? So 2020 crazy time. I've always been interested in the paranormal, but when I got trolled, like you hear about in the last couple episodes and that game company just totally threw us under the bus for their own staffing issues. I kind of, that was really only the, the only video game I was playing at the time in a serious way. So I didn't know what to do with my life. And uh, I had been already considering for a couple months doing a paranormal podcast. So my friend Pagan and I put together Chaos and Shadow. It's on Spotify and iTunes and all the things you could go listen to it on. Chaos and Shadow opened so, so, so many doors for us really quickly. It put us immediately into rooms with people uh, that we have admired for years and just folks that had really inspired us even recently. So that, like I said, was an amazing door opener and just an eye-opening experience. Because the friends we made there, we were really encouraged to start our own sort of experiments with the paranormal. And this is where it goes and gets really, really awesome for me because, again, people open doors. We got to see some really cool tech the other day, we were just sent an EEG machine, like one of the headband sort of things that monitors your brain waves. We were just sent one of those by a company. Those are a couple hundred dollars. And they just sent me a promo piece of that because the experiments we're doing are like monitoring brain waves during meditation. We also got sent a um, free access to what's what I like to call on the fly an aura camera but um, specifically Biofield Reader, which is a, a camera. It uses a Logitech C920, 
and it pulls in extra light, things that are outside of the, the you know, human eyesight uh, norm, and uh, translates it into extra colors. And the, the idea behind it is that some of these really cool institutes out there, multi-million dollar institutes, use this camera to test different aspects of energy exchange. And for me, this is where I get really interested because when people are talking about energy and uh, all kinds of aura stuff, I for years kind of just batted my eyes at it. Like, I don't know. I don't have a firm, not saying it's not true, but I'm not saying it's real. And, you know, I was a little skeptical of it, but I guess the scientific approach to this sort of thing really, really appealed to me. So my, my co-host Pagan brings in a very strong spiritual side where I bring in uh, almost like a moderate, like I'm a little less spiritual, a little bit more techie. And it's just a really, really cool combo. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, it's just been an absolute blast to put this all together. And working it into Twitch has been really, really fun. We've had such an open-minded audience to be playing with it all, which is the real key. Because, um, you know, Twitch trolls can suck. But th this has been awesome. So got all this cool tech sitting behind me. Lots of things to play with. And that's what we're doing. We're doing Seance Saturdays over on Twitch. We are doing some of those private for members. We are definitely doing gaming with Seven Days to Die. But I hope this uh, little quickie setup sort of catch-up episode might be appealing to folks. Seven Days to Die cast is definitely going to move forward as one of our podcasts. Stellaris Emergency Broadcast is going to move forward for sure. They're on a hiatus for the summer. The actual game company. And then... Path the Partner as well. That's the other one I'll be pushing forward. Chaos and Shadow is a full-time one for me. I'm, that one doesn't really go on hiatus or ever leave my mind. But uh, these other ones, I, I've had some other podcasts that I've just put on kind of cold storage for a bit. We were doing one on Valheim for a while, Valheim, Kyle's Valheim Bulletin. That one's kind of being put to the side just because, well, as a game company, they announced they're not really going to be rolling out that many updates this year. And that's understandable. They're a new game. Um, they sold like 6 million copies, so I was really hoping they would have a little bit uh, stronger of a trajectory this year, but I definitely understand. That being said, I don't want to get in there and record a show all the time that's like, well, there's no new updates, because I think that stokes the fire of almost calling them lazy, and that's not the approach. Like, I don't actually believe that. I understand where they're coming from. So as a content creator, I am just like, you know what, let's, let's put that on ice for a minute. It can come back anytime I want it to. And I think that's maybe something to take away from this all is taking care of yourself. I mean, if this is, if this is what the, the, the lesson of this episode that I want to kind of impart to people is be, be gentle on yourself. If anything, all this interest in the paranormal has taught me that uh, you control a lot, of, a lot more of your brain than, than most of us recognize. Most of the stresses we put on ourselves are exclusively put on by ourselves. I think that is what really messed me up with streaming in 2020. I had an audience that I was allowing to have extremely strong opinions of me. I was letting them kind of run the show in a way. I was worried about appealing to a very large swath of people instead of kind of cracking down and being like, no, these are the boundaries of my community. I like this. And if you don't like it, you can hit the road. Because honestly, 
I think I had people that um, at that time would have really talked negatively of me trying to do a paranormal podcast. I mean, heck, I had an audience that um, went and badmouthed me to a game company because I chose to play an opposing MMO at the time. Like, that's wild and stupid. Those people, my gosh, like behind closed doors, let's just be honest. Those type of people are not worth entertaining. I mean, I could say meaner things, but like, if anyone's going to tell you, uh, yeah, let's be honest. If you have an audience member in your chat, this is some tough love for a sec, but if you have an audience member, and I had many of these, and they were donators, like they were people that brought money to the stream. So it's, we all know it's hard to get rid of those types. I mean, you just go, hey, I mean, they've donated money. They clearly have some amount of care as to what I'm doing. So you kind of want to treat them with, you know, a little bit more of that like white glove service or whatever. Not, not to say that you're prioritizing them more than other folks, but I mean, they've chosen to put some money towards your stream. So they're not just random troll number three, you probably know their name, right? You've called them out in some subscriber announcements, or in my case, some of them donated like real cash through PayPal or whatever. But also those people would come by every once in a while and be like, I don't like that you're playing this game. And you know what I should have said? A big old F you, buddy. If you don't like it, you can leave. And if they said it a second time, old Kyle, you should have given them a ban hammer so fast that their head would be spinning. I didn't, though, because I lived in too much of a little microcosm sort of area. I lived in a little micro community is probably a better way to put it, where everyone knew each other. And if, you know, uh, if you didn't get along with streamer X, that was going to look bad at, on you and blah, blah, blah. And you've probably heard in those last couple episodes, that's really turned me, really soured me towards being part of streamer communities. But but I stand by that statement. And I have had some conversations with folks, you know, some people that have come by from Path, Path the Partner and talk to them about it more. And it's to say, not that you should be afraid of all streamers, but um, make sure that any of the people, any of the other streamers you're allowing to be your friends, make sure it's genuine. Because... Twitch has that thing where everyone wants to come by and be your buddy so that they can kind of clout steal. And, and that's just kind of the norm. Like that, I feel like, is the base to Twitch. That is the lowest, most common denominator there. But at the same time, we shouldn't entertain those sort of folks. Like that's, I, I think I cared a little, I cared too much about being involved in that previous community. Like I was just... I, I guess I was worried about my image within that community. Um, had I not cared about my image in that community, I think I would have gotten kicked out of it even faster. Like, I think that that click would have really, you know, closed, it, what's the word, circled its wagons. They would have definitely kicked me out faster. They're like, nope, he doesn't want to uh, kiss my butt. So bleh, get him out of here. And, and when I finally kind of got more of that approach, where I was like, started just, you know, turn my nose at some of the other streamers' behaviors and just stopped going by certain streams because I didn't like what they were promoting and preaching. And I, you know, saw that they were starting to encourage a toxic community. Um, the minute I started to kind of shy away from them, I mean, I got that, that kick out real fast. Like, they really were like, no, we don't like him. But that, again, is to say, just be really, really cautious. I, I tell people nowadays, I, I got to go and tour a couple game studios and just be real careful when working with game developers. Remember that no matter how much they say they like you or how much they say they support you, at the end of the day, all streamers are expendable to them. It's, you know, going to be about their bottom line. 
and um, game development companies. I'm not speaking to the indie ones per se, but like the corporate ones for sure. We're seeing stuff with that Blizzard, big Blizzard to do, right? If any of you guys aren't paying attention, you should definitely for your own safety as streamers. Seriously, for your for your safety as a streamer, you should be paying attention to the Blizzard um, misogyny, sexism, sexual assault charges. Like, pay attention to that because that is not exclusive to Blizzard. Uh, there are a lot of companies. You know, I my issue was with Zenimax Online Studios, and they are as bad or worse. I mean, I heard a lot of those things from their own, you know, just people talking around and saying what they had experienced. Like this stuff is prevalent is the problem. It's, it's very, very, very much out there in the world. Um, so be cautious, like literally for your own safety, because as streamers, I mean, when the world starts to open up more, when the pandemic, if it dies down ever, um, they're probably going to start flying people out to events. And that's where the shady stuff starts happening because you're, being paid for by them, you're being taken care of by them, um, especially, I mean, it's, I don't want to say this is exclusive to female streamers by any means, right? Like, weird stuff can happen to guys, too. It does. The sexual assault happens to men. But especially if you're a female streamer, I would say really, really be careful, because there are definitely bad actors at those companies. Look no further than the Blizzard news to get your prompt on that, right? I mean, look at what's coming out from Blizzard. They swept so many sexual assault charges under the rug. Meh, we're just not going to worry about this now. Meh, doesn't mean much. I just saw a recent one where, um, I guess around 2008, I think it was, a woman at, the, at BlizzCon, just an audience member, asked a question to the developers. I think it was for World of Warcraft asked uh, about diversity and inclusion on the dev team and why that wasn't prevalent. And I guess they kind of like laughed at her question and, you know, the audience booed her. This stuff is real. And if you're hearing this, the answer is don't support games that do this sort of stuff because that's how you change it. Don't support them. Don't stream their content. I, it's easier said than done at times, but it's the only way we can make a change, and that's the only line I will stick to. You know, I'm not going to... I think in the past, I might have been a guy that would uh, definitely not brush it under the rug, but I would say, you know, oh, just, you know, I understand you got to keep streaming your game or whatever, but not anymore. Like, I'm not that, not that kiss-ass of a streamer anymore. Let me just say, if you're streaming a game uh, or you're supporting a game that has bad actor values, you know, they do bad stuff, you're part of the problem. This is, this is, I guess, me calling you out as a dad moment, right? Do not support games that do not support their staff, their community, and the safety of uh, minority groups, really. Because if you, if you are still streaming those games, it might seem like, oh, well, but I like this game, or oh, I've invested money in it. Well, then why are you supporting the problem? What in, what in you is making that acceptable? Because a lot of this is coming out in huge terms like massively unignorable situations right like you you can't deny the blizzard stuff so boycott tell your audience make them aware be the positive change in the community because if not again you are the problem and you are the enabler let's not forget that's why we have a lot of this nazism problem in the first place is people ignored people enabled people said well they're just being silly Eh, until they are, you know, positions of or in positions of power, and then they're making the laws and all that. So, I know it's a little bit political, but the world is political more than ever before. I mean, it's it's unignorable. And as streamers, we 
are in that weird place where we are in the middle. We have that ground where people come to our streams and I have never personally, like voting wise, been a centrist. I'm always hardcore leftist communist man, like all, like for the last 15 years, that is my way. I, I think that that's the only way we can progress as a human race, you know, and not thoroughly kill each other. Um, but on Twitch, I, I came across a little bit more of a central or centrist. I would not tolerate anything that was slurs or negative in that way. But if, so, if I was on a political commentary, which some people would bring up in chat, and we'd usually have these like good debates about it, like positive debates, I would worry that I was losing or alienating an audience. Old Kyle... F you for doing that, having that worried thing. Like, you should have taken that as the best gift of all. That if they were running away, that is in itself a gift. Because you, if you're scaring away scary people, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yes, your numbers might fall, but you're going to get more support from better people. And ultimately, that's where it's at. My community has shrunk 10 times the size of it was. You know, I'm lucky these days if I can pull 25 viewers, let alone 125. But those 25 people are markedly better. They're not challenging me um, ethically, morally, energetically, you know, meaning they're not, they're not berating me or my choices or making me feel bad for having certain views. If anything, this new audience of mine is supportive, curious, and um, engaging with me to do better, you know, engaging with me to, to participate in cooler things. So I hope this little ranty segment might, might be of interest to folks. Uh, this is kind of what this podcast is. You know, that this isn't your cup of tea anymore. Uh, hey, what did I say earlier? Hit the bricks! But I hope people will continue to listen. I am going to continue to be preachy and share my values with folks. Clearly, people have found value in, in even these very recent episodes that were a bit more preachy and ranty. But the thing is, I have a very unique perspective of being the top streaming partner for ZeniMax Online Studios, where they literally put me up on stage in January in front of thousands and thousands of viewers and then also accused me of doxing people in june when it was their own staffer and and so to see how in less than six months you could go from being like a a golden whatever up on the stage to being absolute dog shit in their opinion and you know literally slandering you and sending information to the press about you uh it's it's real dirty the industry as a whole and i think we need to keep them accountable it's also a weird world. We've talked about cancel culture and how not to fall into that trap and how you need to be, unfortunately, as a streamer, you need to know how to handle that too. So maybe we should also talk about that in the future. Thank goodness there have been better tools implemented by Twitter so you can actually restrict who can reply to things. If only I had that feature last summer where I could have gotten my message out without trolls being able to like load the comment section there, like load the replies with, with false stuff all around. Like it's a little bit better, but I mean, yeah, it's still a really, 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 really weird world. So I hope people are taking care of themselves. I hope to see you soon. You're welcome by the stream anytime to come and ask questions, whether it's about streaming or just 
kind of anything. If it's about the occult and the paranormal, we invite you by for that. If you want to come game with us, do so. Check out the website, revelatornetwork.com. If you want to join our gaming servers, that's at the contributor tier. So uh, revelatornetwork.com forward slash subscribe. We do behind the scenes stuff. Like I said, we're going to try hosting on Wix this weekend to see what that's like on the 14th of uh, August. It's going to be really, really fun. Thank you for listening to my rant. I'm going to get some more podcast episodes out there this week. I'm going to try and do an update to the Seven Days to Die cast. Might try and get an update up to the Stellaris Emergency Broadcast. Chaos and Shadow just had an episode drop the other day, that interview from our live convention that we were a part of. Ooh, and uh, I just uploaded a new YouTube video. I should probably put this one in as a link below because the channel's so new, I'm not sure you're going to be able to find it easily. The channel name is My Haunted Victorian Home. And the first episode is a little intro from me. is a tour of the bottom level of the house. I warn you, it's a mess. I'm moving other people's stuff out as I'm moving my stuff in. So uh, go check out that YouTube channel. That's going to be something new, a little pet project of mine. And I'll let you go this week, folks. Everyone be very, very safe, both physically in this crazy COVID world and very emotionally safe online, uh, mentally safe. Do not, you know, fall into that spell of uh, sacrificing your own health and sanity for the betterment of others. That's, that's really the takeaway. So much love to you all, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.